Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode 488. I'm morning your host Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinsot. What's up? And Tony Korkanakis. Yo. What's up guys? Welcome listeners, viewers to 488 of the Gamecast. Man, I just did like, I do my little like finger things when I'm on here like doing this point. <laughs> And I realized how much, I really hurt my wrist with that bowling tournament. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, like, it hurts. Um, but anyways, um, welcome to our episode. Uh, man, it, it's been a crazy week. We just had our movie cast. We talked a lot about the coronavirus, and we probably will tonight on this episode. So, um, you know, I'm not trying to fill your lives full of this this thing, but we do have, it, you know, it kind of is intertwined with everything we do. So it's going to be, like, talked about, unfortunately. Um if you're trying to get away from it, it you know, it, it's out there and it's just, you, have to, you have to be careful. Uh, but, you know, on the positive side of things, we should all get a little bit more time to stay in and play some games, hopefully. Uh, we've had some random server issues uh, with the, all the services. I think PlayStation Network was out. Xbox Live was the, the first one to hit that go down, uh, which was weird because that was pretty stable back when, like, system launched and stuff. Uh, then I think Nintendo eShop, everything went down yesterday or today for them earlier um so and i'm trying to install um just dance right now for seven-year-old here and uh it's oh god it's downloading so slow it's like on what on eshop oh Um, so i I purchased it's 20 bucks digitally right now so i was like i'll get it for her i'm like well i'm never gonna trade that game in so i bought it digitally and um plus i had like a dollar credit so i got it for eight you know eighteen dollars uh but it's at but i left i started downloading it at 6 30 and i checked at 7 30 and it was at five percent so they're getting you know that could be my crappy wi-fi as we've ex- been experiencing tonight um i'm using aero mesh wi-fi no, i think wi-fi. um we're gonna get the uh, you know <laughs> articles coming out saying most concurrent users ever oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's I mean, just gonna Steam, every yeah. day Steam broke it csgo broke it over the weekend i think mm-hmm. something like that it's, it's gonna be ridiculous because yeah what else are you gonna do uh you know every, like, there's so many users that have these services or games and things but they're not all at the same time now you're kind of forced to be all on at the same time so these servers in these companies need to be ready for it because they're gonna get yeah, yeah it's the problem is also predicting the the amount of time you need because you don't know yeah. if during the day you're going to need that coverage. Like the eShop today went down during the day. I, I understand that because you're like, I don't know if we're going to need this, but uh, you know, good because everybody's going to be doing like there's a lot of homeschooling going on. Uh, but you know that could also be affecting them as well if their hosting provider is providing these streaming services that classrooms are using. That's going to hurt you during the day. You know, like I've always wondered how big Google's capacity is. If the world right now is doing digital homeschooling, you know, distance learning, it's like how much capacity does Google have for their other services that they host? Like tons of right, other people. Yeah, we we use a service for you know remote support, and now everybody needs this for their own company just to be able to work remotely. And we found out that they were at a capacity uh, because yeah. they were not ready for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy I don't need it for two weeks. I have the same – obviously, I signed up for that same remote support. Uh, I won't need it for two weeks now as I'm on spring break, but um, I will need it then. Uh, so – but yeah, it's um, it's been different. It's definitely been different, and uh, you know, I'm like – I can't go bowling. My bowling leagues, everything's canceled. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I bowled in that one tournament on Sunday, and that's it. But I forgot that I bought PBA 2020 on my Switch. Oh, there you go. Uh, so kicking it off of what I've been up to, I, I played some bowling. Uh, I, I threw a 174. Um, mm-hmm. I, man, as a bowler and and playing this game, it reminds me of the arcade. Remember the arcade game with the ball, where you mm-hmm. roll back and throw forward. Same idea for this game. You you pull the joystick back, and then the harder you throw it forward, the faster you throw the ball. Because the switch can do that with this, well, all of them can do that with that, the joysticks. Um, but it's like you can also hook the ball afterwards and. There's a simulation mode that I haven't played yet, so I can't talk about that aspect of it. But uh, it's very arcadey, and uh, it's fun. You know, it's it's it, it's cool to actually just have the commentators that I watch during bowling, which is also canceled. My my PBA stuff mm-hmm. that I watch on TV to have those commentators talking about it. It's 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 at least cool to have. Uh, you know, it's a nice little. I played it tonight, and I was like, ah, you know, I'm glad I bought this. But I really hope that they don't do a yearly release for this game, and instead like 
make a game that's better. <laughs> uh, I really would like. Uh, in fact, I, I would actually like to see 2K take take uh, com- uh, control of this and see what they can do with it. Uh, it would be kind of interesting. So, you know, there's really no bowling balls that are like name brand in this, but there's rec- there's sponsors from the name brands, which is mm. weird. So it's like they didn't have time to put your favorite bowling balls in the game. But it would be cool to have a game that has your bowling balls. Sorry, I'm getting really. Sports technical. extremely nerdy is what you're getting. I was like, what? Going deep. Yeah. Do they well, have... I mean, hey, there's like you know, you know, big fans of any sport like that. You know, golf is obviously a big Club. one. And, like they people have, want yeah. their yeah, they they want their authentic you clubs. Know, clubs. Yes. Do they have? Do they have players, players from? Do they have like PBA players in yes. this game? Yes, they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's like I, I just wish that they and they have the companies Storm and and like Radical and all those big companies. But like I would like to have like those ball, bowling balls. Like I, you know, the ball I just threw my 300 with like a couple weeks ago was the Quantum from Brunswick, and I'm like, I want that ball for my character in this game, and like you, you can't get it. So it's like, you know, it's easily like that's that's something they can even do for like in-game purchasing. They can do like different things, ideas you can do. Um, there's so many things you can do with that game, but it's like I don't know if the game sold enough, sold well enough to force that. Well, so we'll. That, yeah. see, but... You're looking for the deep bowling sim. Yeah, and they have simulation style, which I haven't played yet, but I want to see what it's like. But it's like a career mode. I know that. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna try that out. But but I know like 2K with their 2K, NBA 2K career mode is awesome. Uh, even Madden. Honestly, like 2K has made one good sports game. <laughs> like what NFL... other sports? NFL 2K was good back yes. in the day. No, they're back older, in the day. That's stuff. a totally different thing now. Like, they're not the same company they were, like, yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> that's true. So, I don't know. Uh, so, I played that. That's fun. Um, I finished Control, finally. Oh, okay. Finally. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. It took a long time. Uh, so, yeah, I you know, I I wanted to start Ori and, um, and the you know, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, but uh, it's... I actually started that before I finished Control, uh, so I'll get into that in a second. But I I decided that I'm like it's time to just fucking bear down and finish this game. Uh, so I did, and it took me a long time to finish this game because the story I think is so jarbled and in depthly in- intertwined with items in the game. Like not so much if you just played the game without picking up items and reading other things and listening to stuff you really wouldn't have any fucking clue what's going on in that game. Uh, and I think that's the problem with it. Um, so like, I, I understood, like, after I finished it, I went back and read a couple things and kind of meshed that with my ending that I saw. And I'm like, okay. So it makes sense now for me. Uh, but as I, as I was watching, I'm like, okay, I kind of understand the overall plot a little bit. But it would have made more sense had they explained that more in the game rather than make you have to read things for it. Um, so... Mm. You know, that's that's my gripe. I, the, the the game itself, I, you know, I complained about the gameplay in the beginning because my controller was broken. I didn't know that. Uh, and I have to say that once I used the, my actual just regular Xbox controller that has never been used before and got rid of my Elite controller that apparently is broken, um, it plays fantastic. Like, it, it's really cool to use the environment and your powers. I mean, you're a superhero in this game. You can fly, you know, levitate. Uh, you can, like... S- slam down on the ground to make like the shockwave explosion uh you can throw anything at people like if they throw a grenade you can pick it back up like you know force pick it back up and throw it back at them um you know it's really an awesome like integration into the environment it's a fantastic implementation of it for for remedy like it's what they do really well they really do that well uh and uh so i have to speak highly of that and say like that's a great aspect of it but the story itself is like not great the enemies themselves they don't I think they're all very similar, uh, you know. So, but that's it for control. Uh, then I played Ori, which is on Game Pass. Thank you, Game Pass. Um, and man, that game is beautiful game. Mm-hmm. I just can't say enough how gorgeous looking that game is. It's a uh, side-scrolling, uh, I guess, Metroidvania, Metroidvania style mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of different unlocking paths, but you can't get there unless you get the power up. Then you can go back. You can backtrack. You know, what's up? Hmm. <laughs> what I do? Somebody oh. just one of my dis- no, no, it was uh, you did. Somebody in one of the Discord sent some meme, and I didn't have the notification down, so I saw it. Oh. Was, okay. God, so nothing. yeah, I mean, the game is beautiful, um, and you know, I'm still learning the control of it. Like, uh, it, it's not super hard, which is good. It's not super punishing for people that don't. Is this play. the first one or the second one? Second one. This okay. is the second one. I just want to beat the, the first one. one. Nope, never played the first one. 
I don't have time to play the first one. Come on, guys. Let's be let's be honest here. I don't have time to play the first one. You have, just talked about you have all the time now. <laughs> you have all the yeah. time now. But I've got like I've got Resident Evil Two I want to play. I've got uh, Animal Crossing coming out. I've got Doom I want to play. I mean, I there's a say, lot of. I'm really I really want to get Persona Five Royale. <laughs> Very I've, got that. That. I've got that to play. We've oh. that. Uh, I am getting that game, as I mentioned to all of you guys. Uh, so it, it it's too much to play. I don't need to play that game to, to understand this game. Because uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this for what it is already. Like, yeah, I didn't know the two characters no. at the beginning part of the story. Uh, you know, but I've seen them. So I knew they mm-hmm. were in the first game. I'm sure there's more of an emotional attachment to those characters when you see them. But I'm like, I don't need that part because the game is taking place without them right now. So it doesn't matter. Um, so I just I think it's been um, it's it's really, really fun. And, you know, so far I'm unlocking things. It's still kind of still the tutorial I played. But I probably paid two, two and a half hours, three and a half, hour, three hours in the game. Um, and I've gotten pretty good at it. Uh, they have different uh Ability tack-ons, so like modifiers, they call modifiers. So you can add like wall crawling as your option, or you can do like more damage, or you can, you know, or, you, or but if you do more damage, you probably take more damage. Mm, there's like you a know, trade-off. Those, those yeah. kind of modifier things. Um, and the wall stick things are, it's great to be able to stick to walls, but then when you have to time like your jumps, sometimes that interferes with you because you grab something and you don't want to have to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, so the fluidness of it kind of, it's that's the penalty. I was like, the whole time there's always a penalty with something. I'm like, what's the penalty for wall crawling? I'm like, oh, and I try to make a jump. And I'm like, oh, I, 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 now I see what the penalty is. Just it's, it is what it is. Um, so it's, it's cool. Uh, I really, I really uh, like the game so far. I'm playing more of that tomorrow, so I'll have much more to talk about next week for that. Uh, and hopefully I'll have it done by next week, so I can get on to uh, Resident Evil 2. Um, although then I'm thinking like Doom, Doom's out, Persona 5. <laughs> I will have Animal Crossing as well. Um, so that's happening. There's no question in my mind. Uh, mm. That's an easier pick up and play and put down kind of thing. So I'll have Are you that. Gonna buy digitally. I yeah, I'm gonna buy that one digitally. Don't lose the card. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I went to delete some stuff on my Switch to because I'm like I don't play Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. I'm not gonna play that anymore. And I'm like <laughs> I go to file them. I'm like I don't even think I have this game. Uh, I do have this game. <laughs> I literally thought I'm like I don't have this game, and I'm like, oh, I do. But that actually went through my head just like an hour before we started our podcast. Mm. I was like, I'm gonna delete this guy. I don't own it anymore, but I do. So, yeah, I'm going digital with a lot of stuff nowadays. Cool. I think it's just I mean, that's, that, that's what you got to do right now. Yeah, especially after what we're gonna get into with the Xbox news. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks very promising. So we're gonna do that in a little bit. Let's keep going though, Corey. What have you been up to? Well, um, as you guys know, I've been doing a lot of board gaming, but uh, yeah. with everything that goes on, you can't really do social gatherings too much. Okay, so, so let me let me stop you there. And I'm I've always had this I've always had this brilliant idea to play D and D the way we're doing this right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how cool would this be? It's not people do it uncommon. Yeah, yeah. I think people we should we should throw this together. Yeah, no, we could. Uh, that could be so that, that yeah, that's the thing is um so. There are games and um, sites that do board game simulations, and there's one very popular called Tabletop Simulator. There's also Tabletopia, um, Board Game Arena is a website. And so the group that I normally go to on Monday nights decided to just do a digital thing instead. So um, got to play on Tabletop Simulator, Blood Rage, with um, a couple other people from you know the the group that I usually go to. It was a lot of fun. Like. It takes a little while to get used to it because you're so used to the tactile and just like easily passing cards or moving pieces around. But here you can't necessarily do that because everything is digital. So it took a little about, you know, halfway through the game to kind of get a good feel for it. But once I was into that, not thinking about that so much, got more into the gameplay. It was great. Like uh, I could definitely see doing doing that more. And even the guys in the group are all saying about you, man. No, I'm telling you to do this. I know, I know. It's just you got you just got to get pushed into the right direction. I mean, I've had tabletop simulator for like five years. I just <laughs> never used it. And um, and even like there's a couple people that you know use it a lot in the the group as well. And it's like, well, now they're kind of forced to. Uh, 
you know, it makes sense to do it. I, I definitely do not prefer this method. Obviously, it's, I think that you know the the games oh, yeah. themselves are much much nicer. Yeah. But being able to have that alternative is nice. Uh, the other thing is, I did go and get a laptop to play this on because I could not use this on my Surface. Oh wow! <laughs> so I bought a laptop. Uh, it was uh, low end, obviously, just something that's better than my Surface. That I can use to play stuff, and it was pretty good to deal. So I was like, you know, I don't feel bad, and it actually runs um, most games in like pretty decent quality. So interesting, good. I had twenty dollars in Steam credit, which I never use Steam. So it's like, well, might as well just throw this at Borderlands Three, and I got ah. Borderlands Three on Steam. Oh, of course. <laughs> so I've been playing that also. Yeah. Because why not? And um. Yeah, so they got that, and obviously everything is 50% off right now for Borderlands. That's good. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was pretty cheap then. That's good. So, no. Uh, all right, so, that's it. Yeah, no, uh, just Mike. trying to find alternatives to what you normally yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, uh, as far as just online stuff, I've been playing, um, more Battlefront 2 and uh, Apex Legends, but uh, I don't even remember what it's from. It could be Gold or Game Pass, I'm not sure, but uh, I got the uh, Telltale uh, Batman second season, The uh, Enemy Within. It's Game Pass. Oh, cool. it's Game Pass. It might be, actually, yeah. might be Gold. It's, I think it's I think it's Gold actually that one. Yeah. But uh, like, I, so season yeah. two, like I how 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 is yeah. that? Um. It was a. It's been a while since I played the first season, and I played actually on PlayStation, so my stuff didn't carry over. I had to kind of remember and choose beforehand if I wanted yeah. it to be uh, in line with it. You know, it's good. It definitely uh, looks a bit better than that one. It runs still kind of bad. <laughs> there's yeah. still like Telltale. There's, there's yeah, still yeah. some long ass loading, loading times there. Um, yeah. But uh, no, it's good. It's still sort of this very. What what was good and uh, sort of weird, I guess, about the Telltale Batman is it kind of like breaks some of the rules of Batman in a few ways, like, and it's still you get this younger sort of uh, more mistake-prone Batman, it seems, mm-hmm. and also there's a focus on Bruce Wayne as well. That's the sort of the idea. It's he plays both characters kind of equally almost. Um, so you get some interesting takes on characters and some things that are definitely different. Um, so yeah, it's, it's able to surprise you. Certain characters are more in danger than they would normally would be. Uh, so I'm about halfway through. Uh, I did the first two episodes. Um, but it's interesting. And uh, I guess if you like the first one, it's definitely worth playing. It's just, and I also noticed that Bane uh, is the same voice actor as the Bane that was in Arkham Origins because I just played that too. So I'm like, that's the exact same Bane voice. I'm like, yes, it is. I looked it up. Uh, So yeah, Uh, so I'll have that to get through, which it won't be too much longer, but uh, it's okay. It's decent. (laughs) That's about it though. Okay. All right, Tony. Uh, Let's see. I um, finished the Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC. Okay. That was kicking my ass. Yeah, uh, you you were like, it was insanely hard but the this the second to last chapter took me like i want to say close to four hours counting all my re re attempts on that because um like i said you have limited resources you can't customize your team and roster and stuff like that so it's like you got to do with you know what the game gives you and i'm just like like i just wish things could be different right now and they can't um but uh, it's very rewarding, very fulfilling. Um, in fact, that second to last mission was harder than the last mission. The last mission, I was like, you're a joke. Um, but it was good. It's kind of cool because now you unlock those can't characters uh, for the main campaign, which uh, I'm happy that I saved uh, two routes for now. So I can get them the uh, <clears throat> main story and stuff like that. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I got about eight and a half hours out of it for whatever the season pass was, maybe $20, $25, something like that, plus all the other cosmetics and whatnot. So it felt pretty good. Um, The other thing that I've been playing, and I'm kind of hesitant to say I've been playing it, is this uh, Steam game uh, I just picked up like maybe two hours before the podcast tonight. 
um, that I'd completely forgotten about, but given the circumstances with uh, the world and society at large, um, I saw somebody make a thread about it. I was like, oh yeah, I remember thinking about this game last year, and uh, it had come out since then, so I decided to get it. It's this game called Kind Words, and all it is, is it's like... Um, oh, I've heard it. I think this was on the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah. this one. Yeah. So all it is is like this very minimal, like gamey looking, you know, like three quarter view room setting, and it's just about your character and like what you do is like you can either like send out letters and hope to get a response, or you can respond to other people's requests with with like, it's just completely anonymous, where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, just feeling a little down today, and uh, could you use some cheering up or advice or whatnot and stuff like that, and. I probably spent like an hour just like writing these silly emails, letters to like just people I don't even know. And just like, hey, man, like, you know, keep on fighting. This, that, and the other thing. Um, and it's like strangely addicting almost because like you could see the letter before. You don't have to choose to respond to everyone. And like some of them just like, man, I don't even know how to help you. Like, <laughs> like oh, somebody else will. I, I, I guarantee it. And it's just like just click on that. And stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. It was only like a five dollar game, so um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was like a cool. hefty purchase or anything like that. And uh, you know, I figure you know it'd be nice during the time where you know I'm in self quarantine for no reason. Uh, of yeah. just, it seems like a kind game. of a, a therapeutic type of game where yeah. you kind of feel good about yeah. giving out you know good feels and then feel good about getting good feels. Yeah, it's really cool because the uh, soundtrack to the game is actually um, pretty cool. It's like a lo-fi kind of thing, so mm. it's just like playing in the background, stuff like that. So Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's it? <clears throat> yep. All right, let's get into the news. Um, Everything was delayed. Yeah, this is delays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we got some cool news about the Xbox today. We'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, yesterday. We're going to get some information, by the way, for PS5 tomorrow, unfortunately, folks. Again, uh, we have every time we podcast, we expect the news to break the next day, and that's going to happen. We're going to tell you that right now. Uh, E3 last week, obviously, we we knew that was getting canceled as it was, but actually officially happened while we were podcasting, but that is so rare. Um, so I'm going to discuss, I guess, the sources and the report that Sony uh, is properties from konami now this is from sony Mm -hmm. is going to be purchasing the property licenses from konami Mm. or metal gear solid and silent hill and then in turn working with kojima to do the next few games for them that's that's uh, being reported on (laughs) yeah so this is being reported on 4chan but apparently the person that was reporting this up obviously has a history of being accurate with Mm. this report um so yeah what do we think i mean obviously konami's not doing shit with this stuff yeah. um yeah it kind of seems like well not necessarily Silent hell but no metal gear kind of always thought of it as a playstation franchise myself yeah so if sony appears to be working now if i'm kojima do i want to go back to metal gear yeah, yeah if you can make the metal gear you want I no. guess that's true. We'll, Good we'll point. see what he does. This is Love Child, you know. Does he does he remaster Metal Gear Solid Five and finish it? <laughs> Definitive edition. Yeah, I'd play just it. call it finished. I'd honestly I play. It. I honestly would. I, would. I would play a finished version of that game. Yeah. If we got a full second half. Yeah, because uh, that, that game has half, so much potential. We yeah, talked just, about it for mm-hmm. a month, like a month straight, probably of that game of how great we were enjoying that game, and then we all yeah. got to the second half and we're like, "There's no second half. It was just garbage." <laughs> I mean, it, it, the game was already pretty long, but at that point, it's, there was stuff that it seemed like you were supposed to do, but he just rushed the story. Out. The story just went like, boom, it was done. Roll credits. The story was get, going a little off the rails at that point, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah, but he clearly had an idea, and then he just couldn't finish it out. So, but I mean, this gives us an opportunity to actually have PT get created. Um, you know, the actually PT demo could come this back. This is what again. needs to happen for PT to be finished, then so be it. Yeah. So be I think it's a great idea. I think it works. I think financially, Sony needs to get once again a couple more new IPs back properties. Uh, I think that's going to be the big thing next next generation. And I think it works. This makes sense to me. This whole purchase, it does. It, it feels be- like mostly good news to me, unless like for whatever reason you want to be like on the Xbox team. But let's let's say let's say Sony buys these licenses but does not get Kojima to work on them. Is it still better? Nah. It's better than nothing. 
And I, I agree. I think we'd be okay without that included because right now we're not going to get Metal Gear and we're not going to get Silent Hill. So this would give us a chance to have another team, you know. You know, maybe my, Naughty Dog works on that next. I don't know, but I don't know. My faith in Kojima is not maybe that high anyway, just because of uh, Death Stranding not looking interesting at all, and uh, I don't know, and how he got in a fight with people pretty much halfway through. <laughs> you can say it wasn't his fault, but you know, he is partially responsible for how the other game ended. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, sticking with Sony, apparently, like I mentioned, they were going to release their specs tomorrow for the PS5, a full reveal of the console uh, tomorrow. Uh, and this was, was originally planned for GDC. Off. Well, yeah. over two weeks off. Well, this was originally planned for GDC, which obviously got canceled, and they were going to give us the full specs. We're not going to get a price tomorrow, because, again, both of them, I think, are playing this game. Uh, playing chicken, man. Yep. No. Nobody wants to be the first one to announce the price. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I, we'll, we'll see. Um, we're going to get into the Xbox talk soon, which I'm psyched to talk about. Actually, I can't wait for next podcast to talk about PS5. I mean, that's going to be great, yeah, too. It'll be interesting to see what they come out with. But like the, the same th- thing is, like, I don't see it being much different than what Xbox has already shown us. So, Yeah, I don't I don't know what they're going to do. But I, the thing is, um, um, I think that's... I think what we're going to get this generation is different ideas on how to load data into the game. And so I think that's going to be the big... I, we mentioned this before, Mike. When we were talking, I talked about you, Mike, because you were wondering what we're going to get for the next gen. And I, and I think the next gen is going to be faster load times, faster frame rate, faster, you know, just responsive game, bigger worlds. That's it. You know, that's all we're going to get. The games aren't going to look necessarily much better. Although with ray tracing, it looks pretty... Did you see Minecraft? Wow. It looks looks wow, uh, and that's my. Oh, they got you on ray tracing, huh? Yeah, I was like, wow. And what happened with that um, Hololens thing? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, but <laughs> well, I don't know. We're going to find out. I can't wait to hear about PlayStation Five. But remember that live conference with the Hololens demonstration? Oh yeah, yeah, the Minecraft live thing. Yeah, that never happened. The NFL so. games you could watch on your table. Yeah. <laughs> Is going to work perfectly for medical. So will. <laughs> the Hololens and the Connect, both of them, excellent for medical and learning education. I don't know. I'm not disputing that they have no business being on the, you know, an Xbox. And nothing to do with, yeah, nothing to do with Xbox. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, as we mentioned at the start of this uh, episode, uh, it's going to be delays going forward now, guys. Uh, Jason Schreier tweeted out that, you know, games up through April. Everything's good, but after that, it's it's kind of like uh, anything goes. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think anything goes with these games. And I mean, what, what what's the big like? I'm trying to think of like the big release that's coming out in well, May. Is there something oh. big? Mm, no, I, mean, I don't think so. There's nothing anymore. I think I'm more. They're more so, thinking about everything that already got delayed till like this fall ish. Yeah, I mean, twenty cents. <clears throat> Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2. 2021. Yeah. I mean, they should. I mean, we should talk about that, too. We should take a minute to talk. The thing is, do you... Last of Us 2 is May, right? So, and and, um, Ghost of Tsushima is June. So That's going to get delayed, Both of those are getting delayed. I mean, here's the thing. Do you think think Last of Us gets delayed? Yes. I want to talk about Last of Us 2 because I've heard... More and more people now talking about that working conditions at Naughty Dog, and this needs to change. Like this absolutely needs to change. Now, now you're saying this, Jim? <laughs> no, it needed to change before, but I'm just saying, like they're still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Their well, their, I mean... their model has not changed. It's business right. as usual there. Mm-hmm. Right, and I mean, I I talked about this before. I forget. Sure. You know, probably with We've RDR two crunch, yes. where yeah. like that's these people burn out, and that's what it is. They said. 75% of the designers that worked on um, Uncharted 4 are no longer with Naughty Dog. Like, that's insane. Like, you can't just replace that talent. Um, Some of the so main driving forces behind The Last of Us as well are gone. Right. It's it's well, just in part. Uh, what's not? It's Bruce not Staley. Jordan, but Bruce Daly. Yeah, he's gone because of this. Burked yeah. out. Yep. It's, it's just not sustainable. And, you know, it's unfortunately, this is just a byproduct of those triple a cutting edge bleeding technology you know 
But do you think the solution going forward is maybe doing a smaller scoped episode game, episodic? No, because people didn't like that when Hitman did it. And I don't know. I don't think you can not, get away with not, that. Uh, that's not going to change the way people are going to make the game either. You're still going to have them crunching. <laughs> doesn't matter how big or small. How do you, how do you fix that then? It's, End it's capitalism. A, I mean, that's <laughs> a dr- one drastic master, yeah. Um, but I mean, it honestly just needs to come down to um, a corporate, like, just culture. I mean, it needs to come from the top and be like, hey, guys, this we can't do this anymore. Um, and that's the thing. is, you know, It's one I of those mean, things that... I think NetherRealm might have done something like that since you yeah. see it takes them noticeably longer for everything that was way quicker. And then, you know, people gave them a look like, uh, this isn't good. <laughs> and ever since then, yeah, everything's been a slower pace. But, you know, people are dealing with it enough. It's it's okay. So I, I can't have You can't put, put release dates on things then. Like, if you, I think, you I don't, don't put a release date on it. Then... I don't think you should, though, Corey. I, I, that's why I think I think Naughty Dog needs to be like, let's say they had another year. The problem is this. It wouldn't help. No, that's, it wouldn't that, help. That's the problem. That's but, the thing. Like, my like, problem they wouldn't is, know like, when to stop. You have to think yes, of people's Yes, they'd be expanding. So they need to – their model has to change to where they say, this is our endpoint. That's not changing. No matter what time we have to do this, that's not changing. So they need mm-hmm. to stop. That's like, not going to work, if, though. If, if they had another thing. year, it won't, it all they would do work is, either way. <laughs> they would implement more things in a year. They wouldn't finish the game. They would implement more things. Right? Is that where we're all agreeing here? Maybe, or they would just. No, I don't know. the thing is, if you give somebody <clears throat> the ability to like to say, "All right, make the game the way you want it," they're gonna keep finding right. new things to put into it. They're gonna keep right. finding That's what I'm saying. things. Right. Because Naughty Dog is especially notorious for this, and Jason's even talked about this in his book, you know, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, how they're notorious for waiting until that like last six month period where it's ultimate crunch mode and things just come together because people are you know working 50 60 70 80 hour weeks um to make everything as perfect as possible and so far it's worked but uh, i think you know with last of us 2 it's going to be and just like rdr2 last year um you know we might be hitting the point where it's like it breaks the camel's back i mean just the amount of labor that is is needed to do these games is just growing exponentially i mean if you read the article that jason Trier talked about he he mentioned about how one person was just animating, hey, if you shoot this bag of rice, uh, individual actual rendered grains of rice will come out of this bag. And this is like, like, on one hand, I can completely respect and, you know, uh, just be impressed by that kind of attention to detail and stuff like that. But on the other hand, it's like, dude, like, that's so unnecessary. Um, yeah. You know, so unnecessary and stuff like that. Um, so if you gave them an extra year, they would just crunch more. It would just be more crunch time. Like mm-hmm. it has to be a company culture where it's just like, guys, we can't keep doing this anymore. Like, and, and but that's the thing is like, it, like right now it's like one of those wink, wink, like nudge, well, nudge things you... where it's like we don't make people do crunch. Right. It just you know we allow. Well, that's the like you're saying, to Tony. Like it has to come from the top, and as what? the people at the top have to implement right. forty-five to no, forty-five I would hour say... weeks or something. So I, I, no, you I cannot think, work more than this time. Get the stuff that you can get done in this amount of time, but you cannot work more than these amount of yeah, hours. Just close like, the office. Just close yeah, the office. You can't do that, it. Like, and if I think, you want, yeah, if I you want to get what you want to get done, you got to do it. Time you have. I think you have to limit your scope. I think you need to not allow certain changes after a certain point. Like obviously, like fixes. Well, I mean, to the thing is, the games are different. so fluid, though. That's the problem. It's like no, one thing can lead to another, and that's that's where a lot of this comes to because like. They realize, oh, this is really cool, and let's make this a bigger thing. Or this is if, if the game not is working, we got to scrap it and do something else. If it's, it's not working, that's different. That's that's what I'm saying. If the game is not working, that's different. But if the game is working and they're adding into it, that's where they need to say, listen. I mean, you don't we, know, though, Jim. You don't know what's going on. That's the problem. No, but I'm saying the, that, there that, are some people you can't that just enjoy say, You can't just say, like, close the scope down. You ha- what you have to do is just give people like a cutoff where like, you cannot like for your health, this is for your health. You cannot work more than these hours a week. But because... the game comes out whenever it's done. Yeah, well it either comes out when it's done or gets delayed and it gets well, delayed. That's what I'm saying. It comes out when it's done. No matter what. They don't have a release date. It's when it no, gets you gotta give them a, you gotta give them a release date. You gotta give people like a endpoint. That's like we just talked about. If you don't give people an endpoint, the scope will just the creep scope, right? Scope creep. Scope creep. 
It's just going to uh, And balloon. that's what I'm arguing with the fact that they need to have a better scope, like a closed idea. Like, you can't keep expanding it. You have to have a vision. No, you're, and, you're right, Jim, to a certain degree. But here's the thing is that, like, again, citing Jason's book, like, all the time is like, you know, uh, what Corey just mentioned, it's like games are fluid. Like, they're like, how many times are they like, hey, this, this just isn't working. This mechanic that we wanted for this game just it doesn't play the way you know we want it to it just doesn't feel right we got to scrap it and then boom out the window you're talking one two years of just work metroid yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely it's one of those things you have to make that call final fantasy 7 remake yeah yeah the problem (laughs) like the difference is there we're talking about two games one didn't show shit and the other one showed a whole game that was not near ready Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the big difference. We have Metroid 4 as a title screen. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the thing is, like, again, this just goes back to the hype cycle. Like, that's what it is. Like, these companies are just so ingrained that, like, hey, and I don't want to point fingers at E3, just most commonly happens at E3. It's like, you know, big, flashy new game and beloved franchise. Like, ooh, ah, articles, clicks, videos, this, that, and the other thing. It's like, cool, uh, open up pre-orders that same day. You know, tons and tons of pre-orders, different versions, pre-order bonuses. It's the cycle. It's this thing. It's this machine. And it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Or it's broken, whatever you want to, you know. Yeah, know. I mean. Or if you don't care, it's not broken. You know? There are a few people that probably love Crunch, money-wise. I'm sure there a lot are. Of people, yeah. Probably. I'm sure there are, but the thing is they need to understand that they're just making it worse for everybody and they're just contributing to, um, you know, a, a terrible work environment. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I know oh, people in my company, right? You I know, uh, I know a manager that, you know, they do that all the time. They're like, oh, you know, I, I just put in like, you know, 10 hours over the week and I'm just like, just because you felt like it, like – like you know people under you will see that and they start to adjust you know it's like oh well my boss puts in 50 hours i need to put in 50 hours it's it's these things that just add up to social I mean, pressures. i do it i'm doing it yeah. right now I'm on, I'm on spring break but i'm working so i do it a lot i do it a lot because i'm the only one person i'm the only person there to get right. things done so it's like it's different but i do that extra work to make sure that my future work is finished but then there's always something else in the horizon so it's always like yeah i get you it's always like a never-ending thing so yeah so anyway working. just stop working fuck naughty dog <laughs> yeah fuck naughty dog yeah so yeah we'll see they're the new ones fuck naughty dog there we go yep. they're the new ones konami's well, at least off their games are good so far oh, can you man, imagine man. if not if last of us 2 came out and wasn't like 95 plus metacritic kind of the year it gets I kind of hope it, I kinda hope it will be but i know that yeah it's gonna get automatic nines and tens just like people aren't even gonna look at it it's just naughty dog nine and ten i know i mean i i, I agree it's highly unlikely but i'm just saying what if like i kind of want to see that at this point just to watch the world burn a little bit in a different way right now <laughs> oh that's interesting news sorry verizon's giving out stadia for three months mm-hmm. that's breaking news on the podcast <laughs> um anyways uh so yeah, giving out a, a paperweight that's cool yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're giving out the Ouya, essentially. All right, so we got the Xbox Series X uh, Eurogamer uh, Digital Foundry. Got to uh, get to Microsoft Studios in uh, Washington and see the hardware, take it apart, break it down, and give us information, uh, which is awesome. Uh, so we got to actually see video of the load times that we're going to be getting with these next-gen consoles. Uh, well, this one at least, but I'm sure PlayStation 5 will be the same. We also got some information on the back ports. Well, of the we console. saw PlayStation 5 load times. Yeah. So the side-by-side comparison, first of all, let's just talk load times. Did, Mike, did you see this video? No. I figured you didn't. That's why I'm bringing this up right now. <laughs> it was 35-second different. That's how fast, much faster it was Gears 5 I think they were showing loaded. I think it was Gears 5. Yeah, it was Gears Huh? I, I saw a video that was saved to the K2, and it was a same It was Sorry, like a minute. Yeah. It was 35 years. seconds from just the menu. That was a menu load. Yeah. That's how much faster it was. 35 seconds. Um, and, and, oh man, I mean, like, love or hate the design <coughs> of the console. Uh, obviously, it's built this way for ven- ventilation. That's why they built it this way. Uh, but, and it looks very easy to put together, doesn't it? Like, Holy crap! It's like it's like four different parts snapped together. Um, obviously, a lot more goes into it at that point. What do we think about the expandable memory slot? Um, expect- did I not say? I, did I say something expected? about that? Yeah, you did. You did. I think you had a, predict- a prediction. Yeah. What was the bold uh, prediction? 
that so, the Xbox would have expandable like components. So oh, for yeah. those who aren't in the know that haven't seen this yet, let me explain what this is. Um, because of this, cell, every next-gen console will have a solid-state drive. It looks like a one-terabyte drive one in terabyte. it, actually. Um, they're going to have at least one terabyte. Microsoft's going with enough. a proprietary port on the back of its system. Well, it's not really proprietary. You can get this this Seagate. Well, I guess it's proprietary. Uh, Seagate memory, uh, flash memory, essentially. Uh, to no, plug there's it a proprietary. It's it is proprietary, yes. Um, we don't have a price on that yet, essentially. Uh, it's it's expensive. Uh, it's bringing back memory cards. Uh, it's going to be expensive. But you do get a terabyte, and it looks like they're going by via terabytes, like as an expansion. Uh, so you can still plug a USB drive into this as a backup drive, but you can't run your game off of that unless you're, unless you're running like an Xbox One or Xbox 360 or an OG Xbox game. Then you can run it on your external drive just fine. But anything with the Xbox Series X or whatever the Series S is going to be, whatever it's called, whatever has those specific specifications, you cannot run off of an external USB drive. It has to be right. on the direct hard drive or via that ex- expansion right. port. Right, And this mm-hmm. goes back to like this thing being so very specific um, with the specifications, uh, as dumb as it sounds, um, just because that's how these games need to be optimized now. So uh, unfortunately, this is one of the realities where... Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I, yeah, they're one or something probably going to be um, doing something similar. And it's just unfortunate because a uh, customer is going to pay for this. Um, I mean, and that's the thing. You're not going to be able to upgrade that one terabyte drive. And I mean, like, one terabyte, it sounds like a lot, but it's like with the size inside. of games, it's not. These are like, going to be fucking games. They're going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. Xbox One X, like, I'm just like, I have like maybe a dozen games, and that's cool and all, but like, it's still like, uh, like every time I want to download a new game that's big, it's like, I got to like clean fridge. I'm just like, oh God, like with Halo Master Chief Collection, I had to clean space for that. And then like, I had to save the yeah. K2 downloaded. I'm like, oh, I should delete this. It's so much space. I probably will never play it, but it was such a big download. I'm like, it feels wasteful deleting if it. These, if these like memory cards... Like, I, why do I want to delete yeah. Doom? If, if these memory cards were, let's say the one terabyte for 100 bucks. That's cheap. I know. It probably won't, it's, it might be 150. I think it's going to be 150. That's my guess, just so you know. I think it's more be, reasonable. But. Yeah. Um, but if they're $100, $100 bucks, for a terabyte, I'd be impressed i would yeah. be impressed too that's that's real cheap i think it's 150 on amazon so i, I think they're that's what i said but i'm like hoping that they can lower it by 50 bucks but they're not for proprietary if something's uh, proprietary like, it's usually more expensive yeah yeah so 150 is more than like where it's gonna be right from but. what i read online is that this this memory technology exists as is like you can buy it on for your pc and stuff like that but because of the demands for the hardware and just the way everything's written like this, why it's proprietary is because it has a much higher standard. Like it just blows the mark, the current market ones out right. of the wall. So yeah. it's 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 so still new me, technology or new implementation. Let me uh, let me explain what this memory does because this is the big part of these these, these next gen consoles. So Mike, you look pretty bored on that side, right? Yes. Yeah, this I is technical. This so let me explain what this does. It's technical and it looks terrible. Like let I me explain. I can't explain fit this. I can't fit it in a, a freaking normal. You know, like VCR-shaped cubby display thing. So <laughs> you can uh, put it on the side. Can I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, yes, you you can. I think uh, Phil Spencer said his on the side. It looks like it needs its own goddamn desk or something. No, it's actually pretty tiny. It's two GameCube stacked. Yeah, that's not what things are built to hold things like that. Uh, whatever. It's Go two ahead. GameCube stack. GameCube was pretty tiny, remember? It was square, but I, it was tiny. I remember it. I, I got that at my mom's house. I That's not bad. Two, game, two GameCubes on its Wait, side. is that roughly. actually the dimensions? Is two they, uh, Digital Foundry on their video said it's roughly two GameCubes stacked. That's that's its thing. <laughs> that's pretty small. That is pretty small. It's yeah. a lot of vertical space. Eh. Um, so I watched the whole video on both of them. But So let me explain. It looks like a PC. Is. It looks like a PC. It does mm-hmm. look like a model, right? like a PC. Yes. Right? And Jim, I'm sorry, I just had to bring this up because I remember we were talking well, about. Let's this look at the Mac ago. Pro. Those uh, the right. model just, Mac Pro. The, the lines between the consoles and PCs get narrower and narrower. Like every. Well, especially because your library just, is the same. You know, yeah. it's moving around with you. Yeah. What's the, the difference Xbox between your Xbox library and your Steam library right now? Why even get an Xbox? Right. Like, That's my point. That was my I just point. Master Race. <laughs> I don't no, need to no. get a PlayStation with all. You cannot build. You cannot build a PC. You cannot build a PC that has these internals at for the same price. You can't. You can't do it. Not right now. But for like a year. 
yeah, a year. And then <laughs> sure. No, I mean the difference is that there's a convenience factor with consoles. Right, right. No, 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 I know. I, know. Yeah. I don't want to get. Yeah, into I know this. that's a big. I know that we're not getting into PC. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. So, anyways, the cool thing about Microsoft's technology, and I'm not sure what PS5 is going to bring us. Excuse me, I'm going to have to cough. I can feel it. <clears throat> anyways, um, the cool thing about this is, yeah, I know. At least you can't get it digitally. Um, so far as yeah. we know. <laughs> yes. So the cool thing about this technology is the way that Microsoft has, from what I understand from their old server technology, if you remember server 2012 with storage pools uh, in terms of combining the storage pools together, they've kind of merged that idea with RAM. Um, so they're using these external memory cards, these expansion cards as basically extra memory. Uh, the instant loading times are because this, this the hardware sees that as memory instead of hard drives. So for those who aren't, don't understand, when you have something on your hard drive, to, to run it on your computer, you have to click it, then your computer has to take it from the hard drive and load it into the memory and then load it to your screen. But this hardware is going to bypass that by making it all in one kind of thing. It basically is allocating 100 gigabytes to, to RAM, essentially. So you can load most of your games instantly, which is why you can have like four Right now, they showed in that video from Digital Foundry. It's like four games were loading instantly from that because they're they're cached because you have so much storage space to keep this like queue of games. So you can keep like four games going at the same time and instantly load into the next game uh, because of this awesome technology that they're bringing us in this next generation. And I think I hope I explained that better. Does that make sense, mm -hmm. Mike? You're you're my baseline. A little bit, but what you're I what I, I wonder about this is when you say that. They're doing stuff with games that are made for older systems like that. So when we have more demanding games designed for this, will it just be back to the status quo? It could be. I mean, you could only... If a game is that large, first of all, holy shit, that game's going to be huge. If you look at like 100 gigabyte loaded into memory, that's a lot of assets uh, to load one game. You're not loading... You think about it this way. You're not loading the entire game into it at one time. You're loading that section you're in. So you're caching that section. You're not loading. Most games are 100 gigs, like big games. And they could be 200 gigs, whatever. But and then, so you're not loading that whole game. So you're saying like four games, like the modern consoles right now do have that sort of, you know, you can pick up where you left off. Sort yes. Of, same idea is, like this right now. So This works better. It Yeah, it caches it and it's more games at once. Yeah. Well, I don't, why would you want that for at once i don't i don't know what the advantages of that right, think of all the batman games you can play simultaneously oh uh, yeah <laughs> it's like having all... like 10 different tv screens okay. on your wall i don't see it the next the next part of this system that really is cool the next part that i thought was now this is for me this is for me because i'm an hdr owner the the graphics processor automatically will take your older games including the og xbox games and make them run in HDR, and it does its own thing at the hardware level, which so like Fusion they, they showed Fusion wait, wait, Frenzy older games, yeah OG Fusion Frenzy. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, my memory is failing me. My old age now. Who on this podcast was for backwards compatibility? I forget. Well, hold, hold on. I forgot. I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about the use of backwards compatibility, but how cool is it that you could run Arkham Knight? Or something that doesn't actually support HDR right now, and the hardware is going to just do it for you. I just no, no, I know. I, know, I just my memory's fuzzy. <laughs> my memory's fuzzy at the beginning. Well, of the I can tell you, I am not for. Right. Not also, that I'm against backwards compatibility. I'm just not. I just don't use it. <laughs> also, this hardware will upres your games right. to 4K. Yeah, like, no, I agree with you. It's amazing, and as somebody that is that cares about their with, library without patching. Without patching, right? This is done yeah. at the well, yeah. patching is probably going to happen. Just they can optimize; they can still do their optimized patching, but the system itself will take like an OG Xbox game and up and res it to run like 1080p 60 frames or whatever. How, how is that not going to look? End up like looking really weird or breaking it? it it's unbelievable. They said that it's Digital just, Foundry said that it was yeah. un like most people. He like the guy said he would love to talk to the guy who like the guys who worked on Fusion Frenzy to get their feedback about how good this game looks now. They didn't yeah. do anything to fix it, and they and Microsoft has done it for them. Yeah. A lot of it is done... Uh, I assume this is going to be a lot of, like, machine learning. Like, AI, where, like, they... From my rudimentary knowledge of it, it's just, like, it can do algorithms with, like, a texture or, you know, whatever, and just be like, hey, right. this is what it would look like res in HD yeah. resolution or these 4K resolution. bits need to be over here, and these bits need to be over there, and just, like, fill in the gaps, and it's all good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll be right back, guys. Be right back. Oh, Keep going. Sure. Keep going. I'll be right back.
right, oh, we're done with next? Xbox News. We're done with Xbox News. Let's go. Let's get out of there, Xbox. <laughs> uh, what's what's here? Um, is that pretty much it? Was that, was that everything right? else? Is, is about what all of the uh, streaming stuff and and the Nintendo <laughs> Store eShop? Yeah, I thought we mentioned that, didn't we? Or is that in the movie cast? Uh, eShop went down today. Steam experience yeah, we'll there. Well, what about the um, indie thing that came out? Did it, oh uh, yeah. Indie, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo Indie Direct was Indies. today. Mm-hmm. Um, got to watch a little bit of it. Um, some cool titles. A new um, Escape from the Gungeon, which looks yeah. more like a 2D, like shoot em, shoot 'em up. Say so, yeah, a side-scrolling type of thing. And that's that's my jam. Like I'm excited for that because like don't get me wrong, I love Escape, um, you know, Enter the Gungeon, but um, this is much more like to my personal preference. And so, mm-hmm. like, excited about that. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, was it well, Sean like the big thing I thought like, was interesting is Wingspan. Like being a board game player, like, Wingspan was like the biggest game in right. board gaming, and it brought a ton of people into the hobby because of its uh, theme and just how accessible it was. But also kind of opened the door and eyes to people who haven't, who don't know what board gaming could be, uh, other than just risk and monopoly and life and stuff like that. Uh, and that game is coming digitally to Switch, which is interesting. Yes, yeah, I thought. Awesome. Uh, that was pretty cool because their digital tabletop games are becoming a lot more pre- prevalent, I'd say. Yeah. Like digital implementations of games, not just like putting the game and making it like digital, which which what Tabletop Simulator does, but actually making the game for a console or for PC or something like that, where it's you know automated and like new graphics and things like that. Like there's a Blood Rage app actually it's in beta right now, which is trying it's not too good right now at this point but it's trying and it's um you know hmm. a gamifying a, a video gamifying a board game which is pretty cool yeah cool <clears throat> cool uh on the podcast did we ever talk about the rumor wb e3 thing that's not happening now no we never did no. uh, i yeah i know what you're gonna say but Mike, that well, was... i don't know if they have anything out there so they don't have anything they I mean, E3 is canceled, man. so there are companies that were going to announce things that now have to pivot and decide what they want to do with the, decide their announcements. Or where, especially mm-hmm. now that everything. Why don't you have your Droid own thing just and got you, but... <laughs> I know they did. I know they did. I can see when it's happening now. Uh, and I actually wonder if it's my computer or the Wi-Fi, so mm-hmm. um, I could restart this, I guess. I never really... I did reboot it. Never mind. It's my Wi-Fi. This, this, this shit's going back. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Anyways, I have to wonder if they have anything to show if they're not just going to choose to show it like everybody else is. I figure they will eventually, but they were saving. It seems like they were saving stuff, obviously, for this event, and now they're going to have to decide when they want to do that. Uh, but the rumor is that it's you know the WB Batman game I was looking for, whatever Rocksteady's doing. Yes, and uh, even more, I think maybe even Injustice. So, we got Spawn forward. and Mortal Kombat and Sweet Pete David voicing them. That's I haven't cool. I haven't played them yet. Uh, I'll give that a look in a little bit, but we'll see. Everything's kind of up in the air now. But uh, I think it is funny that that those announcements were slated for this event that got canceled, and now they're off the hook again, sort of to like delay announcing this stuff even further. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that. Like I said, for them, I believe when I see it, they can have their own digital event now. It's out there. I think, as we said last week, E3 itself is not going to be what we remember it to be ever again. I think that this will change things uh, to the point where... See, what did I just talk about last podcast? The coronavirus <laughs> is going been... to affect our daily lives. Is it going to affect E3 or anyway. was it just failing anyways and this just kind of said, you're done? You're done. Yeah. You know, Corona pushed it over the edge. Yeah, yep. you're done. It, it, it would have been a year or two away, but it was happening anyways. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm psyched for these next-gen consoles. It's really cool to have this this news. Yeah, uh, if they come out this year, because honestly, I was going to wait for this, be. but I don't think we get them this year. Or if we do, it's going to be a super limited capacity. Well, we talking about with that um, you know, proprietary hardware that they're going to have and stuff like that. That's not going to be easy to produce, and the you know strain on manufacturing is going to be affected with i know that and it's not just consoles like it's it's 
Exactly. Apple, it's it's well, Samsung. I mean, the everything. board game industry is yeah. ridiculous. Like I said, I'm so I'm so into this board game hobby right now, and it's like everything in this is just you know ridiculous. At least you know, I, and I see I see them not delaying. I see them just limited limited quantities. Switch you know, Nintendo style essentially just launching it without the amount of uh, Saturn just drop it on people's. No, they're gonna release it when they wanted to. Like, but November will be the Xbox. Oh, I'm and, saying, but like just. Yeah, we have you know five hundred thousand copies here. Just yeah. take them. Uh, like uh, Nintendo's a better model, where it's like they definitely didn't have enough to meet the demand, and this will be the case for these companies that they usually wait, do. Wait, what was it? What did you say? Nintendo when they launched like the Wii and the, and the Switch, they just didn't have a, didn't have enough to meet the demand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. yeah, I, just making I, sure you weren't starting up your artificial shortage <laughs> thing again. No, because no, I remember I that conversation. No, no, no. It's not, it's not so, the NES classic. No. No, the the unicorn. It's not the unicorn. That. Uh, uh, so, I I I just see them doing this because they have so much planning involved in this already. It's it's if if it's limited in terms of pre-orders only, they're still launching the console. Hmm. We'll I think see, they go. I, I don't I don't know. If they don't I have the product ahead. to put it out there. Not though. to mention, if you go back to manufacturing for, they look back at this. Uh, I think it was Giant Bomb. Uh, look back at it. The manufacturing for the original launch of PS4. That didn't start until September. I mean, no, just we're not just talking about the hardware for the system either, but also it's planning, like just marketing, like everything. Yeah, <laughs> marketing, planning, everything. Yes, but shipping and and games and stuff. I mean, games digitally at least you have that, but like pressing D- DVDs and whatever they call them now. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think it's getting delayed. I don't see it happening. Unless, unless we're still dealing with this, if we're still dealing with this, <laughs> then, well, then, do you, I mean, if any of them are gonna come out, I think Xbox definitely is the one that's gonna do it. Really? But I don't know. I I have a feeling PlayStation's gonna go get pushed back. Xbox, they might put it out because they might be thinking they can get by. They they want that like head start for sure, especially if they're gonna be higher than PlayStation in price. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting times ahead. It's gonna mm. be different. It's gonna be different. Um, you know, I'm I'm psyched to see about. Uh, I you know this year I expect us to get some more Star Wars game news too at some point. Uh, with no E3, I think we're gonna get. I think June, hopefully, hopefully will still be a, a <clears> month where we get some. And I keep getting choppy. Sorry, everybody. I know I did because I saw you guys. June, June yeah, June. I think we'll probably get some stuff. We'll get some announcements. So Xbox still going to hold their thing in June, right? They're going to have like yeah. a digital event. That's when we'll get the price. That's when we get the price. <clears throat> if it's launching this year, we'll get the price. Uh, if we don't get a price by June, it's not launching. So, uh, no, we'll see. I and I would I mean, love they to want to launch this year, but again, they may not be able to just because of you know things just getting pushed back and like be, just because you're getting delayed doesn't mean other things. Well, like, it, it, you have like a lot a of unknowns. Domino there's there. a lot of unknowns. Yeah. A lot of unknowns. So, <sighs> okay. All right. I think that's gonna wrap up uh, 488 of the Gamecast. Um, as I mentioned at the start of this, you know, it's crazy times. Coronavirus is going around. Uh, it's a great time for gaming for you guys. Catch up on some backlog of stuff. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts about. Uh, some good stuff to play and uh, what you're into yeah, reach now. Reach out. So like, yeah. Don't feel like you have to isolate yourself from communicating with the people because just because you can't have contact in person doesn't mean you can't communicate with people outside exactly. of your area. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can uh, reach. We're on Discord. We have a Discord channel. Uh, we have uh, Facebook, um, YouTube. Uh, all you, you know, we're on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to hear comments on things. What's going on? Uh, what you're playing? Um, you know, the, the key here is though, is to, if you don't have to go out, don't go out, try to stay away from big social gatherings. And that's the biggest thing to remember. It's, you know, it, it's tough in this day and age. Like, it, you know, we all love to you know hang out with our friends and such, but, and that's okay on a smaller scale, I guess still, but you know, you don't want to go to big parties anymore. I, I was down the street. There was a big bonfire party like two days ago, two days ago, I was driving back home on Sunday night and I'm like, there's probably about a hundred people at this guy's house on the way home. And I'm like, that's, that's ridiculous. But you know, uh, it's crazy. So, um, you know, you have to be healthy, be safe, wash your hands. Uh, and you know, it, it, you have to remember that you can carry the virus and be fine, but 
you can hurt somebody else quite badly if that's the case. So be careful. Uh, that's about it for here. Uh, next week we'll be going over PlayStation Five news uh, without a doubt, and uh, that's exciting. So unless the only unless the only news is it's delayed. Okay, if they come and announce they delay it, that'd be horrible. But yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that for a while then next week too. So tune in then. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week. <laughs>